0: Hi, I'm Carolina, and today we're talking about a few ways uh, and a few tricks that you can use to feel more confident in your leadership position. So some of the things that I'm going to share here, you can apply in other areas of your life. Some of them might seem more specific to team management. Either way, we are working on your confidence overall in different situations and the tricks are going to be the same thing. The strategies are going to be the same ones. Now, I've mentioned tricks and strategies. We are going to share. I'm going to share some things with you that are going to be very short term and there are going to be things that will help you to cope with things on a short term. So there are going to be a little bit of quick fix solutions. However, I also believe that those things, yes, they can help you in the short term. They are um, like pain relievers a little bit. So that anxiety, that lack of confidence that can be uh, toned down a little bit with these quick fixes. However, they are not going to be the solution for whichever situation you have going on in the long term. So in the long term, there are other things you will need to develop and we're also going to talk about that. So let's start with talking about why is it that you don't feel confident in a certain position, with a certain task, with something that you need to do. Essentially, the lack of confidence comes from one of two things either A, you don't have the skills or you feel like you don't have the skills, you don't have the technical skills, you don't have the knowledge to make something or to do something. That's the reason number one. And the second reason has to do with how our mind works. And usually you feel less confident in things that you've never done before or that you've done very little times or that you've done in the past and you didn't go so well. So what happens is that in our brain, because we have a situation that is new, that is unknown to us, or we have a situation that maybe we did one or two times, but we're, we didn't really uh, perform to the standards that we had. Then in our brain, we have this memory of, oh, that didn't go so well. Or we have this reaction of, oh my God, this is new. I don't know what to do. And um, what happens in our brain is that the stress response comes in. So our limbic system, it suddenly has this Flight or fight, or flight or fight, um, fight or flight response, which means that you either uh, fight it, so you kind of resist it, you like put up like an armor and you kind of fight it, or you flight, like you run away from it, or even you freeze, so you just stop and suddenly you're paralyzed and you don't know what to do. So this happens when we have new things, when we have things that are new that we're not used to. And suddenly this response comes in and this is something that really helped us before um, in uh, the prehistoric times and when we were uh, still developing as a human society that was really helpful because of course if there's a predator that comes, if there's a tiger coming in to eat you, you kind of want to have that response and to put all of your energy into running away from the tiger. However, nowadays, this response is still here in our brain. And instead of us having a tiger coming at at us to eat us, we have these kind of little situations, like something that's new, something that's unknown, something that we're not really sure how to handle, but the response is the same. And this is the part where training your minds, training your mindset is also going to be helpful. So today we're covering things both for the mindset and for what you can do um, to, to prevent yourself from... Uh, feeling non-confident and to boost your confidence in a leadership position. So the first thing has to do with the first part of the problem, so not having the skills or not having the ability to perform a certain task. So let's say you're in a leadership position and now you either have to make decisions or suddenly there's an interpersonal situation with your team that you need to handle and you have no idea what to do. Definitely having the skills is going to make you much more confident in performing whichever task or handling any situation that you need to handle. So if there's a situation that you have to make a decision and you don't have the knowledge to do it, you don't have the skills to do it, then you can look to develop for places where you can develop that skill or for places where you can gain that knowledge. So maybe there's a colleague of you that has information that is important for you and that helps you to build up your knowledge, or maybe you can develop your skills. So, for example, when it comes to decision making, developing strategic thinking is really important. That's something that I felt myself when I was in one of my leadership positions. I suddenly had to make strategic strategic decisions and I had to develop that skill as well. Because before, even though there were certain things that I had learned with people management, I hadn't yet come to a position where I had to make strategic decisions. So that was one of the focuses that I had when I was in that position. And it might be the same thing for you. It might be that you need to uh, understand how to uh, build a cohesive team. It might be that you need to learn how to uh, manage a conflict. So whatever it is, whatever your situation is, there's still skills. There's always knowledge and things that you can learn. And of course, that if you never get to learn them, then you're never going to be confident in doing them because you will never know how to do it. That's also why we created this platform. So um, most of those situations that you are going to encounter with people management, those are the situations that we are answering here um, at um, Let's Talk Leadership. So that's the first thing is to actually get the skills and the knowledge that you need to, um, to be able to perform your task or to handle the situation. The second thing has to do with the fact that we have a perception like all of us. For us, life happens from our point of view, right? So we are seeing everything and we are the center of our point of view. That makes sense. We are here, we are in the center and then we look around and like all the life is happening around us. And for us, we are the center of attentions. However, each person individually thinks like that. For each different person, they are the center of attention. And sometimes what happens that causes us to feel a little bit less confident is that we um, think that everyone has their eyes on us and everyone is going to see the little mistakes that we're going to make. So if we're giving a speech, everyone's going to see that one microsecond where we hesitated and most people don't notice it or most people think that you're just catching your breath or that you're just checking your notes and it's fine. No one really cares about it, but in our minds, that just magnifies. And that's one of the first things that we can do to train our mindset is to move the focus from ourselves, from our individual um, posture, our individual little quirks or little mistakes, changing the focus from that to what we are doing. So, for example, if you are giving a presentation, um, changing the focus from it's not about me, it's not about you. It's about the content. It's about the idea that I'm transmitting. So focusing on the content, focusing on the work, that's going to change your mindset for you to focus on the actual work and on the value that you are providing rather than yourself. And when you change this focus, then suddenly you start to care less about whatever people think about you individually, because what you want to know is what they think about the idea and the idea is external from you. You are presenting it, yes, but it's not about you, it's about the idea. And then suddenly, even if there's criticism, you don't take it that personally because it's not about you, it's about the idea. So changing the focus from you, from yourself, to the idea or to the concept or to the work that you're doing with your team, that is already going to help you to um, feel more confident and to really like train your mindset a little bit to focus on the things that really matter. Another mindset, gymnastic trick, is to focus on your strengths instead of your weaknesses. So it might be that, for example, you think that you're not the best person for public speaking or that you're not um, the most assertive person in the world or that you can't really manage a discussion. Whenever there's a discussion, everything just uh, kind of blows up and you keep on talking and talking and talking and you don't know what to do. So there might be like different things that are not your strengths, but there are other ones that are your strengths. So maybe you are someone who um, is assertive or maybe you are someone who can facilitate a discussion or maybe you are someone who is very clear when they communicate. You have different strengths and this is where you want to start to start feeling confident is to focus on your strengths. So to really look at the, the, the spectrum of things or the spectrum of characteristics that you have and identify which ones are strengths in my leadership position so maybe the presentation skills aren't but maybe my ability to be very clear is and that's where you're going to focus and i'm going to tell you what you're going to do with the other points uh, right now so after focusing on your strengths what you want to do is that you want to look at your team and outsource what you would call your weaknesses what i mean by this is that if you have someone in your team who has better presentation skills than you have Then you can ask them to present things. Even if you help to prepare, even if you say, oh, we want to talk about these topics or we want to show this and this and that. Still, this person feels more comfortable and is more at ease and probably presents better. So why not use that? You have these people in your team so that your work together is better and you're supposed to use people's strengths. And to support each other in the weaknesses and this includes the leader so oftentimes we can look at this for our team and we forget that that can also apply to us so looking at their strengths you can also see okay so maybe I'm not the most organized person in the world but there's this person who is super structured and really organized so maybe we can use uh, this person's strength to help balance out something that I don't have you don't have to do everything you don't have to become superhuman Um, You are a person. Everyone is a person and really understanding Clearly understanding. Okay, these are our strengths and these are the weaknesses then that helps you to amplify your strengths Which means that you're going to be able to do much more work If you're focusing on your weaknesses, then what you're going to do is that you're going to try to increase a little bit on different weaknesses You're going to be ignoring your strengths. So you're actually not contributing very positively to your team at all so when you focus on your strengths, then you will amplify them. And the same thing for your team. Now imagine the difference between you trying to present something if you have, if you don't have like very good presentation skills. Yes, you can still develop that and we're all for personal development, but at the same time, imagine the impact that it has on your team's performance. If you are the one presenting, for example, externally, when you have someone else in your team who is much better and who could just have like a much bigger impact Because, again, for that person, you would be amplifying a strength and for you, you would be trying to fight uh, a weakness. And um, yeah, so by doing this, you can also um, balance out the things that you're not so good at and ensure that um, those characteristics that are needed are still present in the team and that you can still work um, together with different characteristics. Then another um, suggestion is to put the spotlight on the team instead of you. So this has to do with also one uh, tip that we discussed before, which is to have your mindset on the work instead of yourself. And this goes also in the same way and it ties back with um, amplifying your team's strengths and outsourcing your weaknesses. So when you put the spotlight on the team, again, the focus is less on you. And you can be a leader who is there to make certain decisions to ensure that you go in a certain direction to facilitate certain discussions so when it comes to leadership there's so many different um approaches to leadership and there's so many roles that you can play when you are in a leadership position it's not straightforward that you have to make the decisions and be the person who does presentations and be the inspiring and be this and be that like you don't have to fit all of that you might eventually But right now, if you're in a position where you're not feeling super confident, you can start with the things that you're really good at, because that's how you build confidence. You build confidence by continuing the positive loop of feedback between the things that you do well. People see that you do well. They give you the praise. They give you the recognition. You build on confidence like that. And only after you're very confident about the things that you are already good at, then you can try and do different things slowly and gradually so that you also become good at those things as well. So it ties back to step number one, learning the skill, right? Learning the skill is the foundation. And even though that's important for you to be confident in certain situations in the long run, it's not necessarily the thing that is going to help you to start building your confidence. So right now, you want to focus on your strengths, focus on your team as well, shine the spotlight on them. So that means that uh, you can have discussions together, you can have uh, people um, sharing their opinions together, you're shining the spotlight on the team, on the group and not on you as an individual. Another thing you can do that is going to be very helpful to build confidence is to have a taking it slow mentality. So this means that whenever um, something comes to you, a situation comes to you and you have that stress response that makes you um, fight, freeze or flight, Um, you have that response and if you are in a rush then what's going to happen is that that's going to be your, your reaction, you're going to either fight, freeze or flight and you don't want necessarily to be acting from that state of mind, from that stressful state of mind because that kind of biases your um, your views. If you have the mindset of taking it slow, then what's going to happen is that a situation comes at you, something that is unexpected, something that you haven't seen before, something that you know makes you resist a little bit or have like a, um, a an instinctive reaction based on the stress of it's something new. It's something that I have a warning here. Your brain is sending you a warning st- signal. And what you're going to do there is that if you have the mindset of taking it slow, you're going to stop for a second. And really, instead of thinking of any solution or uh, replying back or saying anything, you're going to stop for a second and take a deep breath. And that is going to signal to your brain that actually there's no reason to be in stress. And what this does is that It slows down like the stress levels right so then it opens up your mind to look for different solutions and for it to be more clear about how to handle the situation so it's not going to be a stress or scarcity or urgency reply it's going to be more of your reaction will be more of okay is it important that I worry about this is this like something that needs my attention Is it some, and if so, like what is the best response to have, keeping in mind the context of the company and the context of the team and our goals? So, for example, uh, when it comes to events management, that's where everything always goes wrong. And there are some things that you might need to worry about and that you might need to really fix. And then there are other things that you might have to admit that, okay, in this moment, In this time, maybe it's something that we need to let go of. And um, you can only make this decision when you are not in a stress uh, position. So, or you can only make this conscious decision and be like present of mind and be like really focused when your mind is not stressing out. Having said that, I also want to leave you with a few body language tips that can help you to physically incorporate a little bit more of confidence. So there's a study that was done with people in different positions and they let the people stay in certain positions for a few minutes and then they saw how their mood changed and they had some people who were in positions with their shoulders hunched back, um, leaning over their arms that were crossed in front of them. So positions that were very closed as if you were kind of bending over yourself and these dispositions are usually associated with more negative emotions. And then they had other people who were in positions that were much more open and they also measured the difference uh, in their mood and how they felt. And the people who um, were in these open positions, they were much more confident. So I'm going to leave a link here below about um, showing the different positions that you might have. And these are called power poses. So power poses are things that you can do for a few minutes. So for one or two minutes, maybe before a meeting that you need to have or maybe before uh, a conversation that you need to have and you kind of need to feel confident. So some of those positions might be to put your hands behind your back. That kind of opens your elbows to the side and this is a little bit of a power pose. So essentially power pose is when you take up space. So another um, example would, would be if you stand up and if you put your arms up as a V, and then you might also have your legs a little bit spread. So then you your position is like an X. And these kind of positions, they are power poses, because you have to be confident to be taking up that much space. This is also a sign of confident people, is when they have gestures or when they have a body postures that take up a lot of space. So what happens is that our body and mind, they are connected, they are very intertwined, and um, when you take a certain position, even if you're not necessarily feeling that emotion yet, because you take that position, that signals your brain that, okay, if I'm taking this position, most likely I am feeling comfortable and confident and self-assured. So it's an inverse way of working with your brain, And I do recommend that you take both approaches. So working with your mind, that's really important because then it gives you tools for the long term. And also having this um, quicker fixes for when you really uh, need to have something that you can use um, straight away. So power poses is one. Usually just having your back straight already completely changes your um, mood and you can do different kind of exercises to get like a feeling of what a straight back feels and looks like so you can do yoga you can do swimming there's a lot of different activities that promote good body posture um dancing as well <laughs> i like dancing and um, so that's one example of um, how your body uh, changes so having your back straight having your chin pointing forward so, sometimes we have our chin pointing down and we want our chin to be pointing forward. If you point it up, it might come across as a little bit of arrogance. So, if you keep it pointing forward, that also kind of connects here uh, our, our neck, uh, the back of our neck, and it makes sure that that part is straight as well. So, these are some um, body language things that you can do to ensure that you are confident. You also have gestures with your hands that ensure that you can be confident. So, for example, if you have your hands with your uh, fingers touching in kind of a triangle position, that usually signals power and that signals power to other people. And it also signals power to us. And one last thing that I want to leave you with to build confidence is that you can create an anchor and an anchor is something that comes from neuro linguistic programming. And this is something that you can do of your choice. It's a gesture of your choice. And what you're going to do to create this gesture and what this gesture is going to do for you is that you're going to have a simple gesture that you can do in any situation and it's going to trigger a confident response in your brain. So for example, let's say that you choose a very um, discreet gesture which has to do with something that you do with your fingers. So maybe you put your thumb and indicator together. Let's say that that's the gesture you're going to choose. You're choosing this gesture and what you're going to do before is that you're going to program your mind to associate this gesture with being confident and being enthusiastic and being all the feelings that you want to bring in a certain situation. So um, the way you do that is that you might even close your eyes and you're going to uh, think back of a situation where um, you were utterly confident, super confident that you were achieving, that you were enthusiastic, that you were happy, that you were all of the feelings that you want to have. And you're going to keep making that gesture. So you're going to repeat that in your brain, in your mind. You're going to keep thinking of situations where you were very confident, very self-assured, very uh, positive, very enthusiastic, and still putting your thumb and your indicators together. And you're going to keep doing that. You're going to keep having that in your mind. And then, um, after doing this for a few minutes, then you are going to let go. Next time that you feel a little bit stressed out or anxious, what you're going to do is that you're going to click your fingers together, your thumb and your indicator together, if this is the gesture that you chose. So let's say this is the gesture you chose, you do this, and because you have been associating a state of mind with this gesture, then what's going to happen is that if you do this gesture, then your mind remembers that state of mind. At the beginning, it's not going to be like magic. At the beginning, it's not going to be like you do this and suddenly you are super confident and enthusiastic and everything else. No, that's not going to happen at the beginning. At the beginning, what's going to happen is that once you do this, you remember, ha, I was conditioning my brain to do this. And then you remember all of those times Of your own exercise of programming. And that already opens the door for you to access those memories and to access those emotions. And then you can um, remind them, uh, remember them. And that's how you're going to start training your brain to have an anchor that really uh, allows you to feel confident whenever you need. So these are my suggestions for you to feel confident as a leader for now. If you had other, let me know. And I will see you next time. Bye.